Hi everyone and welcome to another episode of our podcast, Entrepreneurship or Die. I'm your host, Yosti Dahan, and today we have a very special guest. The first one is Francois Mitterrand. Francois is the commercial counselor for the France Embassy and the head of the Business France Office for Israel. Our second guest for today is Yaron Schwartz. Yaron is the founder and CEO of Tridem, a startup in the domain of the construction tech. Tridem was also the winner of the French tech ticket for 2015, and we will, of course, elaborate on that later. So, guys, how are you today? Very good, Yossi. Thank you. Okay. So, Francois, let's start with you. Tell us a bit about yourself. Um, just a small correction. My name is Matrer Mitterrand. It's, it's a very famous one. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not <laughs> right, the president. Right, right, right. <laughs> um, yes. I'm, uh, I'm based here in Israel with, with French Embassy for yes. the last two years. And I'm heading a, a team of 10 people whose job is mostly to support, traditionally to support French companies b- doing business in Israel and uh, growing new ventures. But one of our special agenda is also on growing... Um, New partnerships in the field of innovation between French and Israeli companies and uh, and working uh, in particular with uh, Israeli innovation to grow new uh, new adventures for them uh, with France in particular as much as we can okay so can you tell a bit about the landscape uh, and the scene of uh, entrepreneurship uh, technology entrepreneurship in France uh, the um, innovation field the innovation scene in France yes. has been a uh, changing tremendously over the last uh, five, ten years, uh, I would say, and uh, the, the setup, the front government setup and the private setup which is around it has been evolving very fast to support uh, startups and new ventures. Uh, the uh, millennial, uh, I would say, are, have changed completely the way of uh, seeing the business and becoming entrepreneurs in France. Um, it's, it's something that is really uh, new but uh, very strong. And uh, it's completely open to the world. That's why we're also here to connect these entrepreneurs and this innovation from France with the uh, world in innovation in the places where it's more vi- more, most vibrant, particularly Israel. Okay. And what, what exactly motivates uh, France government uh, to do what uh, you are doing in uh, Business France? Uh, we do realize that, of course, the traditional fields of industries and services where, where we were uh, over the, the last decades are uh, not our future and uh, the, also it's the will uh, and the desire of young people in France to, to go for these new industries, the, the new way of producing things, the, uh, uh, I wouldn't talk about uberization of industry of, uh, or, or anything, but it's, it's, it's a trend that uh, has to be supported um, yeah. and we, we see that it's yielding fruits in terms of uh, uh, economy, exports and um, that's why we are focusing a lot, the French government is focusing a lot on that. Okay. Business Can you France. tell us a bit about Business France? Business France is the French public agency uh, right. in charge of supporting um, French companies uh, in their international development and supporting also uh, foreign companies in their um, investment in France and developing business in France. Um, so in in both ways uh, it ends up with crea- we're creating value in France and as much as we can do it we do it in a win-win situation for uh, the countries where we do work as me in, in Israel and uh, to, to bring more value for Israel as much as we do bring value for France as well at the same time so we have about 80 offices in the world we are about 1,500 people in the world um, all of us are selected in the private sector 
uh, and we do work like uh, in the companies, uh, like the companies we we work with. We are uh, uh, private or private business oriented, of course, but in the in with a vision of uh, public service. In this program, what kind of solution are you focusing on? Uh, for innovation in particular, um, our agency has been uh, in charge of one of a few, a few of the packages, uh, the government packages to support innovation um, with connection of, uh, with international. And this, uh, and this uh, materializes in, in particular one program which is called the French Tech Ticket. Uh, in France, the French Tech is a branding which has been created about uh, five, five years ago to uh, unify and create a, uh, an identity to the French uh, innovation scene for all the startup, startup people and even for the uh, multinational companies to, to realize that there's something uh, happening in France. And uh, this French Tech has been uh, projecting itself abroad uh, with French Tech Hub that, that we've created all around the world. The second one that we've created was in Israel after the creating the one in San Francisco. We have il- uh, 11 of them right now in the world. And this French Tech Hub has helped us connect to uh, the tech scene where we are. Um, and the French Tech Ticket is a world competition launched uh, from France. Uh, it's the second session, and Jaron is going to tell us about more about it later. It's the second yes. session, uh, which uh, targets a selection of 75 startups from around the world, uh, which are going to benefit from a uh, one-year uh, acceleration program in France with a lot of um, facilitation tools and even uh, cash to support them do their, their work and their uh, acceleration uh, in the best of conditions. Uh, we want to position France, we do position France as one of the hubs for uh, innovation, acceleration, just as much as Tel Aviv is one of those hubs where startup companies have to go through at one point in time. Uh, the uh, big advantage with France as well is that it's a place where you have a market uh, and market access to all European market. So um, we are very much focusing on having the best of the, st- the startups, in, pa- in particular from Israel. Last year we had l- quite a number of contestants. We've, very, we've been very happy to have one winner from Israel. We really hope to have one more and maybe more uh, than one this year uh, on the competition of French Tech Ticket. The, op- the competition is open. It's going to close on the 24th of August, so, so right. we have to rush. Uh, and um, I can go more in detail n- with the package and support um, uh, or the French tech ticket if you want but um, yes. this, yes, is, this is something very convenient that goes from support to find uh, a place to live soft landing uh, for uh, if you have kids to find a, a school uh, to uh, get a visa and pass and, and, uh, oh, and sleep real relocation. very easily relocation supports uh, ev- all the um, uh, services from French government <coughs> and uh, municipalities and all that are uh, geared up to support these uh, startups uh, it's going to be in Paris they're going to be uh, hosted and uh, accelerators in Paris for uh, because uh, for the time being, we really want to accelerate things uh, in this p- program with Paris, but it's going to be m- m- in some of the uh, provinces of France, maybe in Lyon, in Bordeaux, uh, for the next uh, few years. But right now, the, the, the program for French Actiquette is uh, in Paris. You mentioned the soft landing in France to whomever will win this competition. What about the benefits that, uh, or uh, the assistance that the startups are getting as part of this program? 
I mean, are, are they getting uh, funding, uh, help with raising... Uh, they do get funding. The, funding yes. the first funding is 45,000 euros mm, uh, okay. for, for, for the, st- the whole and are, of the state. And uh, does the program uh, take in uh, uh, equity for this uh, funding? The program is not taking equity at all. Uh, no. it's, it's, it's just pure uh, support to just land in France, work in France, connect with the innovation in France. Um, of By course, the way, the company is... Uh, You know being registered in France no 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 need to register it, it can be an Israeli company yes uh, doing it, it's an Israeli remaining Israeli oh, company okay. uh, the, the, the founder or the or one of the entrepreneurs of the company is going to be located in France for a period of 12 months but mm-hmm. there's no need to register anything uh, and the visa are taken care of without having a setup there there's no worries about that oh, Wow sounds great it is it is yes. quite, quite nice okay. Quite nice adventure. So what kind of startups are eligible for this, uh, for this program? I mean, in terms of uh, their uh, life cycle, in terms of the type of solution that they have, like if it, either it's a, a fintech, IOT, or any other kind of solution. Sectors, it's, there's, no, um, there's no prejudice about sectors. We're mm, okay. quite completely open. In terms of uh, uh, growth of the startup, we need um, more mature startups mm-hmm. um, those who are really need to, to get close to the market in which they are going to cater with uh, at that point in time to, uh, to, to go faster um, but we, we, we don't go for seed companies seed startups mm-hmm. okay that's important and for so financing as you were saying before uh, of course when you are at this level of your development and you are coming close to the market and you're coming close to uh, multinational companies who are going to probably use these solutions or maybe medium-sized companies and it's better to be close of uh, close to it and as you surely know france is the com- the country in europe where you have the most number of uh, multinational companies uh, and the biggest ones so um, that's a good way also to access these and to access the rest of the world market through these companies Right, That's very, this is a very important uh, for those startups, I guess, uh, connecting, that you are helping them to connect to potential customers. This is mm. a great benefit. I must say that we do uh, believe that there's a lot of uh, Israeli companies who should be interested in doing that. So uh, yes. I, I invite those who are listening to uh, consider it uh, with a great attention and I'm pretty sure that you're going to put the links uh, of the yes. website on, on the right. page. So okay. please, most welcome. Okay, great. So we'll take a, a little break, and when we will come back, we will speak with Yaron about his startup. Okay, Yaron, so let's continue with you. Tell us a bit about yourself. Um, so my name is uh, Yaron Schwartz. I'm uh, born, is born here in Israel. Um, I started my first company about three days after I finished my military service um, in the U.S. I ran it for about three years until I uh, sold it to my partner. Um, since then, I've been studying. I was a teacher in high school and been working in five or six different startups across the last uh, f- seven years, f- six years. Okay, so uh, what kind of problem does Tridium solve? Affordable housing. So when we look at, uh, at the world out there, I think it's important to notice where we, where we can find 
severe market failures. And what I mean is that I, we try to look at big industries and see where there is stagnation. Because the only thing that uh, is stagnant, that doesn't move, is dead. Right. Um, everything else is in movement. So we try to identify um, holes that are, that are dead. Um, and when we looked at the construction industry, we identified not a hole, but an industry that has been stagnant for, I don't know, maybe 100 years. Um, and so what we've come to solve are the costs and efficiencies in construction that directly relate to the cost of housing. Um, and our goal is to drastically reduce the cost of housing to enable true affordable housing that is made available by the private sector without the need for government subsidies or philanthropy or anything like that. Okay. Do you have already some customers? We have lots of people who want to be our customers, but we're holding yes. off on that. Um, okay. We're still developing our technology and... One of the most important things for us is to make sure that everything we develop is both compliant with the regulation, so it's of the highest safety standard and the highest sustainable stan standards. Um, and at the same time, we want to make sure that what we're bringing to market has a massive value. So until we've accomplished these two things, we're going to stay in our lab. Okay, and for now, where are you in terms of uh, developing the, the, the product? I would say we're about a year out from having someone sleep in a house that we've 3D printed. Mm. Okay. Okay, so how did you hear about uh, Business France uh, and the French tech ticket uh, competition? Um, so to be honest, about a year and a half ago, we, one of the biggest construction companies in the world, it happens to be French, uh, reached out to us um, and started talking to us about our technology and where we want to take it. Um, and we started a relationship with them. And then they told us, look, if you're in France, it'll be much easier to meet, to do business. And by the way, there's this program, French Tech Ticket. Um, if you get accepted, they'll actually pay for you to, to come here. Um, so we said, okay. At that point, we weren't really thinking about joining uh, any startup program, accelerator, incubator like that. We didn't want anyone telling us how to build our business. Um, One of the main reasons is that these uh, accelerators, micro-VCs, VCs are teaching you to build a, a product for sale rather than a sustainable business because they want to exit your business. Right. Um, so we weren't inclined. We're still not inclined to do that. Um, the benefit of the French Tech Ticket program was that there were no strings attached. Just come to France, get a working visa, be here legitimately and see if you can create some good value in business with the French industries, with French startups and benefit from the ecosystem. Um, so we applied and we were humbled to, to be uh, announced as the winners of the program, um, which I can say helped a lot. And when we came to, to, to Paris, uh, there was quite a bit of hype. So There yes. wasn't a meeting. It's a good PR in Paris to win this competition. Yeah, I mean, when you're when you're invited to the Elysee Palace and greeted by the wow. the president and the Minister of Economy, and then you have multiple meetings with the Minister of Economy, um, then yeah, it's a pretty good hype. When uh, a company uh, in France gets an email from the office of the Minister of Economy, hey, there's a startup you should meet, it normally ends with yes, when. I wanted to go back. Uh, you mentioned before that. Uh, Uh, you approach one of the biggest uh, construction uh, uh, companies in France 
and they recommended you to be part of this uh, business France, France program. And um, uh, you also mentioned that uh, you will be ready with your product about a year from now, right? So you are a very, it sounds like you are a very early stage uh, startup. How did you approach uh, this company, this uh, uh, French construction company, and what, uh, wh what was the interaction with them? So actually they approached us. Um, okay. How, di how did, you heard, did they hear about you? Um, I attended Singularity University's Global Solution Program at NASA, California, two years okay. ago. Um, the program I did was a three-month program, which is both educational and entrepreneurial. Um, nice. A few months after I graduated, um, there was a, an executive program at the same facility at Singularity. And one of the uh, executives from this company attended that program. And at the end of the program asked, so uh, who's disrupting construction? because that's what you learn about uh, in this executive program. And one of the uh, lecturers for robotics uh, said, oh, actually, uh, we just have a graduate uh, called Yaron, and uh, he's just founded Freedom, and uh, he's going to disrupt you. Mm. And so I think the next day I got an email from their business uh, department and innovation department saying, hey, who are you? Let's meet. Okay, so let's get back uh, for the Business France program. Can you elaborate about how exactly this program helped you grow your startup? The first thing that you mentioned is about uh, working more closely with this uh, French construction company. Any other uh, uh, support uh, or opportunities that you gained uh, from this program? Yes, yeah, so I'd say there, is, uh, there are three levels. So the first level is coming to Europe. Yes, um, and when you come to Europe, so ah, not the forty-five thousand euro. <laughs> Actually, we didn't come for the money. Forty-five thousand yeah. euro, with all due respect, it's not. It's not even a month of burn rate for us. Okay. It's a nice okay. uh, incentive, um, right. but uh, there are programs in Israel that offer you more money. Oh, so okay. it's not. If you're only going for the money, don't go. Okay. Um, so, like I started saying, there are three levels. Um, the first is coming to Europe. So, by being accepted into the French tech ticket, you have a French working visa, which, uh, to be honest, allows you to do business only in France, but the European borders are pretty uh, relaxed. So, for us, it meant that we could travel in between uh, France, Switzerland, Germany, the UK, um, which is where we've met a, a lot of construction-related companies um, so the first level is access to Europe. Right. Uh, this is very important because very this is something that you couldn't get uh, in Israel, right? Yeah, no, impossible. So, and, um, and even more than that, in Europe now there is um, a movement called uh, um, the Visa Alliance and they're working to make uh, entrepreneurs that arrive in Europe with a startup visa um, to have them open access to the whole of the continent. So they'll oh, be able to do wow. business everywhere in Europe, um, which I think is a very blessed move. Actually, uh, I, on behalf of the French Tech Ticket, I spoke at uh, an event in Poland, uh, at the parliament over there, exactly about this. Um, and I've got a feeling that it will move towards a multi-European startup visa, um, which will then be a phenomenal competitive advantage, even compared to the United States. Um, because in each country, you have a different hub that will give you a different ecosystem, that will give you different values um, and benefits. So 
Um, so that's one. The second two levels actually are coming to France specifically. So one first level is the connection with the ecosystem and industry that we wanted, so construction. Um, and the second is the incubator that you're in. So there are multiple incubators in, in Paris and France. And um, we actually moved between two incubators. The first one was good for our uh, first stage there. They were very well connected with uh, different construction-related companies. And so we had a lot of networking and introductions. Uh, the second incubator we've just moved to um, is called Uzin, and it specializes in fabrication or digital fabrication. So we actually have access to a lot of machinery that allows us to prototype and uh, trial some of the subsystems that we're creating. Okay. That's a good opportunity to ask someone who was uh, active in the Israeli startup scene and the French one, What, uh, from your experience, you see the difference between the two, uh, uh, the two environments? Um, so there are many differences. And I would, I would look at this scope even a little bit further out and just look at startup ecosystems around the globe. And so the first one that comes to mind is the Silicon Valley. And then you hear lots of companies, lots of uh, countries, sorry, lots of ecosystems saying, yeah, we want to be like Silicon Valley. And right, right. that's a mistake, in my yes. opinion. There's one Silicon Valley. There will not be ever two Silicon Valleys. And that's not because that San Francisco Bay Area has a unique uh, environment. It's that every place has a unique environment. And every ecosystem should focus on its strengths. For example, New York is not trying to be Silicon Valley. New York and fintech, it's a hub unto itself. And even if you're in the West Coast and you have a fintech startup, you will probably move to New York. Mm, right. So when I look at the Israeli ecosystem, right now I'm a little bit ashamed. Because, really? Yeah, because we are focused on software only. We're focused here on growing entrepreneurs and startups for mobile apps, for cybersecurity, and for enterprise software. For high margin software. <laughs> for actually very low margins. Oh, really? Because the, the investment ecosystem in Israel yeah. is... pushing entrepreneurs to sell young and sell early. And that's why we don't have billion-dollar companies here. That's why our startups sell for a few millions. And I would like to see Israeli companies grow to the tens of billions of dollars and create industries here, like Checkpoint right. is an example. How many more startups can you point at and say, ah, they're like Checkpoint? None, really. Right. Um, and that's coming from the top down. That's the investment strategy of the funders here in Israel. Um, For example, three years ago, I founded, uh, I tried to found actually a center for multidisciplinary innovation around exponential hardware, which basically means looking at the worlds of synthetic biology, robotics, AI, uh, IoT, augmented human capabilities, uh, 3D printing, advanced materials. Look at all of these worlds of, that are hardware-centric and say, hey, where, where is this happening in Israel? And back in 2013, it was even before the first IOT conference. And, and it's still missing from the ecosystem here. Now we have some IOT, but it's based on the software side of IOT. Fine. But what about all the hardware that's happening? What about uh, entire ecosystems of entrepreneurship, where, which in Israel we have phenomenal minds for? I mean, it is hard to find talent like you have in Israel. But we're not enabling... Um, this talent to go and 
explore all possibilities. They're all kind of focused into software. Okay. And I think that's a problem. So what about France? You mentioned uh, the Valley, the East Coast, New York, uh, Israel. What about France or Europe? So in France, um, first of all, you have a very big local market. Um, so construction and infrastructure is one market. One domain that France is very strong at, actually, the company building our light train here in Israel is a French company. Um, so um, so that's one domain. Um, if you look at uh, other hardware-centered companies like Parrot, for example, uh, that do drones um, yes. and also audio systems, um, they've created around them a beautiful ecosystem. Um, you have in, uh, in around Lyon, Uh, in the south of France, you have uh, industries that are focused on robotics, um, on automation. Um, you have the two major R&D centers for cement manufacturing in Europe um, over there. So I, I'll, I'll step outside again and say, when, if you're a startup and you're trying to think, where is it best for me to be, then I would go to where the ecosystem is already working. the strongest around that domain. To whom are you recommending join this, joining uh, Business France program specifically? So my recommendation is twofold. One, if you're an entrepreneur and you have a startup, go and research different ecosystems and see where it would be best for you to build your company, to scale it. That, 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 this is very interesting because, you know, Usually, people around here, you know, entrepreneurs, thinking about uh, which accelerator or incubator to choose from in the Israeli market, from the 70, 80 or more uh, to choose from. And you are recommending to, to, um, uh, to search for uh, maybe outside of Israel? I'm, my recommendation is this. If you're yes. building a startup, yes. nothing should... interest you other than how to scale your company and right. that means going to uh, Shenzhen China because you're doing uh, internet because you're doing uh, consumer electronics then go there if you're doing um, medical then maybe Israel but maybe go to Boston if you're doing fintech go to London go to New York um, this isn't to say that Israel or France or any place can't create substantial ecosystems. Yes, because we have here in Israel, you know, the Barclays Accelerator and City. Just because there is an accelerator that is focused on specific things, for example, Techstars, one right. of the biggest names in the world. Right. Every location they open, they're focused on a different, um, on a different sector. The Berlin Techstars is focused on food tech. Right? So, okay, we have uh, the uh, Strauss uh, Alpha or whatever it's called. I'm sorry, I don't know the name. Uh, incubator. It's a phenomenal place with great innovation and amazing people. But if you're building a company, again, I would go to where the ecosystem around you is the strongest and will help you the most to succeed. That's one. And the second is look at your market. And see, where do you want to sell your product or where do you want to sell your service? Where do you want to be active? And if you're only internet-based, then it's relatively easy to do it from anywhere in the world. But if right. you're giving something that is a, of a more tangible service, then think of your market. And that doesn't necessarily mean go to the United States because 
the rising middle class is in Africa and East Asia. Uh, the Chinese and Indian markets are much stronger today than the American one. Uh, the European market is uh, growing and very aware of consumption. So if you're doing anything in, uh, um, with health awareness for consumption of goods or services, then Western Europe is a beautiful market for you to be in. Okay, guys. I want to thank you for joining our show. It was a real pleasure hosting you here. And also to wish you good luck uh, with your special program and with your uh, startup, Yaron. Thank you very much. Okay, thank you. Yeah.